Blog Talk Radio. Now you're messing up my payment. Now that you're back, I don't get the check. You don't get the check no more.
Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Friday night. This is a beautiful fourth Friday of August. Oh, my God. I'm just so excited to be able to be a part of the ministry on tonight. Our speaker on tonight is Prophet Antoine Thomas. I'm just sitting back waiting to hear what the Lord has put in his spirit to share with us on tonight. I'm just so excited for that. So for those of you all that are listening in and want to also look at it on Facebook, he said he will be doing Facebook Live. So if you go to his page, Antoine Thomas, you should be able to hear the man of God bring forth the word also. With knowing that, I want you all to get your papers, pens, Bibles, and your iPad and your notebook because you're going to want to take down these key scriptures that he's going to give it out tonight, and you're going to also want to write down any key statements that he will be um, speaking out, and you want to uh, write that down so that when you go back to review his word, whether it's Facebook Live, or with blog talk, Smile 3E, Iron Shock Me Iron, uh, you would just be able to have it written down because you'll know exactly what you're looking for. I'm your host on tonight, Minister Sylvia Kaiser. We're waiting to see um, how soon the man of God is going to be ready to share with us. So, again, I want you all to not take your time, but take your time to get prepared to hear the word. So if you have any background noises that can be going on, please mute your phones so that the man of God can speak clearly now and we can hear him and we won't have any background music or noise that can um, come as a conflict with the sound uh, service on tonight because this is a digital service and I want you to know that every little thing can interfere. So with that being said, we will open up the lines at the end of the service so that you want to give up the man of God a compliment. You want to say something to the man of God, you can do that at that time. So with that being put out there, I want you to know it's time for us to be celebrating the Lord and to be accepting what God has to say to the body of Christ. But don't forget our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Let's check to see if the man of God is on our blog talking at this time. Prophet, are you on the line? Okay, I guess we're still waiting for the man of God to set up for the service on tonight because he told me that he was going to be available for us on tonight. So let's just get um, get into the word. I'm so happy with knowing that God is still on the throne, knowing that God is still able, and knowing that God still wants to be our God. But the question is, do we still want to be considered as his people? Do we still want to be considered as his children, do we still want to be considered as a vessel being used for and by God? 
because in this day and time, it is truly needed that you know what your calling is, you know what your assignment is, and you need to stay on point. Because if you just look around at how people is walking around, how people are driving around, how people are just being people, you can see and you must see that there is truly a time for prayer. This is a praying season. Some of us are really concentrating on uh, we're leaving the summer. We've got a couple of more summer days, and we're going into the fall. Well, the seasons are changing. And one thing I found out, in when the, like with the seasons, when they change, we should be understanding that we are in a new season of Christianity. We are in a new season of being considered a Christian. We are in a new season of being about telling people about our God. What I mean by a new season, some of us may have been freely and openly talking to people that we know. But what about people we don't know? What about somebody you could be riding on the bus with or the other uh, transit uh, train, L trains like in Chicago, or just on a train, metro, or whatever kind of train, and you will see somebody and God will have you and tell you in your spirit, say to that person, God is able. Or just say to that person, God still works. Or just say to that person, there's nothing you're going through that God can't be there to get you through, carry you through, or bring you out. What happens when that happens? Are we willing to say to a stranger or look like uh, we're crazy or look like uh, well, what's, somebody will look at you and say, well, what was that all about? How do we say we love God and we want to do his will? How do we say we love God and we're embarrassed to say something to a stranger or walk up to somebody that's looking a certain way or don't look like they'll receive it and just say, God, it's, you tell me to say it. I'm not saying you. I'm saying you say, God, if you tell me to say it, if God tells you to say it, because if God brings you to it, he'll give you the grace and he'll bring you through it. So how many of us are willing to be that type of servant for God to say, okay, God, I'm trusting you. I want to be on assignment. I'm accepting my assignment. And, God, I'm going to do what you told me to do. Let's hold on and check to see if the prophet's on the line yet. Prophet, are you on the line? Prophet Antoine, we're ready whenever you're ready. So um, let us know to speak up and we will hand the service over to you. But until the man of God says something, we're going to keep talking. How many of us know that we are in a season that the children are going back to school? Okay, that's a new season. Uh huh. It's not a new season that children are going back to school, but it's a new season for the children because a lot of them are in grades they've never been in or in a school they've never been in or they are in um, – uh, area they've never been in. So, Prophet, are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so um, are you doing Facebook Live? 
Okay, the prop, the prophet's phone just dropped. We're going to uh, wait for him to call back in, and we are just going to let God have his way. But pray with me real quick. Father God, we come to you right now asking you to get a hold, get into, and uh, help with these phone lines. God, just make a way that your word would not be further interrupted, that your word would be go and do that which it has been sent and assigned to do. For God, even this phone, even this blog talk, even this Facebook, this service is on assignment. And God, the assignment shall meet what you have assigned it to meet. Your word will go back and will not come back void. God, we just ask you right now to help us place this service under Holy Ghost arrest from Facebook, through blog talk, through cell phone service, and any other way that this is being ordained, whether it's live, Facebook, blog talk, or replay, or in the archives of the uh, blog talk service. In Jesus' name, we pray this, and we trust God's word will be sent out. Right. Right. Prophet, are you on the line? Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. I've uh, got a couple things going on. Yes, ma'am. I am very much so here, and we are ready. Yes. Awesome. Okay, well, well we bless the Lord. Is it, is it in me? Okay, awesome. Well, blessings today, people of God, those who are on the line. Um, I appreciate, um, again, the opportunity to share with everybody and anybody who is willing to listen, and I was glad that those who have it here to hear, um, hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And um, so we are excited about um, just what God is doing in this season. And um, so, therefore, we will adhere to the word of the Lord at all times. Um, let's, let's pray real quick. Father, we just give you praise, honor, and glory. Uh, Father, we bless you because your word is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Oh, God, it is our prayer today, oh, God, that as, as your word comes across, Father, we will not just be hearers of the word, but we will also be doers of the word. And, Father, for this we give you praise in advance, and we give you honor and glory, oh, God, because you are God, and beside you there is none other. Have your way in everything that we say and everything that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. It is so, and so it is. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for your patience, and we are excited. Amen. Uh, what God is doing, as as well as what God is saying, um, I want to get right into it. Um, it's been a long day for me. Um, I've been up since about maybe one o'clock this morning, um, to be exact. And so, nonetheless, I just keep with just awareness. Amen. Um, so, if 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 you have your Bibles, um, we are starting the Facebook Live um, broadcast. It is. Getting ready to start, and we are waiting for that to pull up. So while they're pulling up, we're going to ask those of you who are on the, the call tonight to go to Genesis chapter 17. Genesis chapter 17 is where we're starting tonight. Amen. Genesis chapter 17. Genesis chapter 17. Amen. So those, to the fivefold ministry within the line, we thank God for you. Uh, we, we bless God for, and then just for your consistency, and we ask that you pray for us tonight. Amen. All right. 
Okay. Um, real quick, Genesis chapter one or seventeen. I'm sorry, I don't know what's taking Facebook so live. Facebook live so long to start going. Giving me a countdown and getting to one, and we're not moving here. All right. And we just loose the airways tonight. Loose the airways tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This is chapter 17. It's going to be quite a bit of reading tonight. Um, quite a bit of reading. Um, but it's like you got to kind of get the whole thing, not necessarily one of those things that we can kind of just go ahead and skip right past without giving you the history of what God would have us to share with you tonight. Um, if those of you who are on Facebook, if you can tell me if you see us on Facebook, is there is there a video there? Is it what is it saying? Let me know. It's still it is still counting down. Stuck on the number one. We want to share this with everybody that we can tonight. Let's try this again. Amen. I don't know if Facebook is the problem or if it's my iPad that may be the call for here. All right. Might have been. All right. Well, we got to figure it out now. All right, it's going Okay, all righty. Okay, so we're on Facebook Live, and we are on Blog Talk Radio, and we are sharing from Genesis Chapter 7. This is Chapter 17, I'm sorry. And amen. We're going to get one new time to get there. Any time to get there. Genesis chapter 17. We're going to start at verse number 1. And we're going to read, um, do a little reading. We're going to jump 5 all the way down to verse number 9. And then and we'll, then we'll move around a little bit. All right. Genesis chapter 17 and verse number 1. All right. So, word of the Lord says in Genesis chapter 17, verse 1, and then when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am almighty God, walk before me and be thou perfect. And so this is, before we get in, in, you know, in too deep, I, I want to make sure that we understand what God is saying to Abraham. When when he says and be thou perfect, blessed Elder Kyle, Elder Kyle, before I forget, send me that date. My trip got changed. All right, so I'm not sure if you got somebody to do that. But let me know, man of God. Um, blessed Elder Joseph. Um, um, when he's telling Abraham to be thou perfect, 
It's not perfect from the place of don't do any wrong. What he's saying is um, if, if you just be thou perfect, in other words, adhere to my word, walk up right before me. And so let me keep reading. He said, I will make, I will make my covenant between me and thee. And I will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abraham fell on his face. And God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee. And thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name, any name, shall, thy name shall no longer be Abram. For, I'm, for, for a father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceedingly fruitful. And I will make nations of thee. And kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant, to be God unto thee, and thy seed after thee. And I will give, I will give unto thee, and to thy seed after thee, the land where thou art a stranger, and all, and all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession. And I, and I. Now, he goes on, we're going to start right there, just, just, just for a second, just for a second, we're going to start right there. Um, he goes on to tell Abraham that I'm going to make you a, a great nation. Not only am I going to paraphrase for this, just for the sake of time, because it's quite a bit of reading. He said, I'm going to make, you, make of you a great nation, and I'm going to make your seed a great nation. He then tells him, I'm going to change your name. Now, this is important. Because if you're going to walk in the place where God would have you to walk, God's going to change your identity. Sometimes we, we, we are, we look like where we've come from, but we're asking God to take us to somewhere new. Sometimes our appetite um, says Egypt, but we're asking God for Canaan. And God is saying, if you're going to receive what I have for you, I've got to change what you look like. I've got to change what you smell like. I've got to change uh, uh, everything about you so that everything about you states, y'all forgive me, I'm getting coarse, that everything about you says you look like where I'm taking you to. Sometimes, sometimes we have to understand that if we want promise, we have to then begin to make our environment conducive to what we're asking God to give us. And sometimes we're asking God to give us certain things, but we don't resemble what we're asking God to do. God is saying, listen, I want to make you a great nation, but I've got to change your name. That name came from where you came from. And I can no longer allow you to be identified by where you came from. And many of us in this season, God's going to thank you, Lord. I feel the prophetic so strong tonight. Um, many of us, God's going to allow our names to change in the spirit. Because you can no longer be identified by where you came from. From this day forward, I'm going to cause your name to change so that every time someone speaks your name, what they are speaking of is my covenant concerning your life. Every time they say your name, Mr. Joseph, they're going to begin to speak covenant over your life. They're going to reinforce what I've said about you. 
My God, today, I'm, hallelujah, I'm changing your name to reinforce what I've said about you. I'm changing your name to remind you you are no longer a part of where you come from. Hallelujah. I'm changing your name to make sure that no one can ever identify you by the old place, by the old situations, by the, by the old circumstances, by the old ideologies, by the old practices. And watch this. He does not, only not, not only does he change Abraham's, Abraham's name, but he also changes his wife's name. You, you can no longer associate yourself with where you come from. It's okay to testify about it, but you can no longer be identified by where you come from. You or anybody else connected to you. Sometimes we have to let certain people go in our lives because they refuse to let go of where they come from. And sometimes they should be with us. They should be rolling with us. But because they don't know how to let go of where God brought them from, they have, they have aborted their assignment. You can't walk with me if I'm trying to go forward and you're trying to go backwards. The Bible says, how can two walk together except they agree? And sometimes I reminded someone this week, years ago, a man of God, I, I preached a message that entitled, Change Ain't Cheap. And sometimes for many of us, change is going to cost something. Change is going to require that we have to make some hard decisions, that we have to uh, uh, make some people uncomfortable in our lives simply because we are trying to go somewhere. And sometimes the hardest thing for some of us to do is to let go of old nouns in our lives. That's right, I said old nouns, people, places, and things. Mm-hmm. And God is saying, I'm trying to introduce you to Canaan. And you're still walking around from an old place. God tells Abram to leave his country, leave his father's country. As, as most of us do, God tells Abram to leave his father's country. And then what does Abram do? Abram takes his father with him. You'll find out if you do your research, Abram's father's name was Terah. In the Hebrew, Terah means delay. And many of us, God is trying to get you to, to go somewhere new and try something new, and you're walking around with delay because you won't let go of the place you come from in order to grab a hold of where God is saying you need to go. Mm-hmm. Are you listening to me? Mm-hmm. And God is requiring that we make changes, that God is requiring that you accept the change I have for you, that God is saying, here it is, I am bringing you to a place. He said, he said, notice, he said, I'm, I'm going to cause you to grab, to get a land that you are a stranger in. I'm not called, my God, I am not calling you to familiar places. The only place that you are familiar to or places that are familiar, that are, that are familiar to you. You're familiar to it and it's familiar to you. God said, I'm, I'm calling you into new realms and new territories and new dispositions and, and new challenges. Hallelujah. I'm calling, I'm calling you, bless the Lord. I'm calling you to places where you don't know. I'm calling you to realms you've never seen. I'm calling you to speak words you've never spoken before. I'm calling you, oh, hallelujah, to speak songs, to sing songs you've never written before. I'm calling you to, make, to, say, to say prayers you've never prayed before. I'm calling you to speak revelation you've never Ever heard before. I am calling you to a new place, Zion. I am calling you, hallelujah, to a new dimension. I'm calling you 
you, Jesus. It's a new season, and it's a new day. you got to let go of the old. We're too busy trying to find situations that are comfortable, that we can calculate. God's not calling you to calculation. He's calling you to faith. And we're trying to find places that we're, that we're trusting, places that we can calculate, places that we know what's going to happen next. We already know the outcome before we step out on faith. That's not faith. I'm not trying to make sense. I'm trying to make faith. And I need you to hear me. I know I'm not going to get a lot of likes and, and, and follows and watches and shares on this because we, especially as a, a particular culture, we look to do things that we know. Because those things, we have, we have, we have lost so much. We've been scared. We're not going to get anything. We're, we're so worried that we won't have anything that when we finally get something that we like, we want to hold on to it for dear life. You're scared to be an entrepreneur because you like the job, you know, and you know what you're going to get paid, and you know what the benefits are going to be. You know what time you start work. So, therefore, God's giving you a, a business mind, a, a giving you a business a proposition. God's giving you a business idea, and you're scared to step out of it because you don't know what the next step is going to be. He tells Abraham, I'm, Abraham, I'm going to establish my covenant. Watch this. He, notice he doesn't say, I'm just going to give you a covenant. He says, I'm going to establish my covenant. I'm going to give, I'm going to allow the bedrock of promise to be in your life. Hallelujah. In, in other words, Teresa, I'm going to allow everything from this point on to be built on what I said to you. That means you got to be consistent, and you can't move, you can't waver, you can't bow, because everything coming behind you is going to be contingent upon you following my words <laughs> and my instructions, line upon line, and precept upon precept. If you walk in fear, everything of, everything that comes behind you will be bedrock in fear. If you walk in apprehension, everything behind you will then operate in apprehension. If you walk in slothfulness, that's what it will be. If you walk in perversion, that's what it will be. If you walk in disobedience, that's what it will be. If you halfway do it, that's what it will be from this point on. You are, hallelujah, I'm causing you, thank you, Lord, to be a trailblazer in this season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm causing you, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost, I'm causing you to be a trailblazer in this season. Don't you be afraid to do what's never been done. Don't you be afraid, hallelujah, to say what's never been said. Don't you be afraid to go where no one's ever gone before. I'm going to cause you, hallelujah, to set precedent in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel that John Eckhart anointed. Are you listening to me? I'm going to cause you, hallelujah, to be a to be a trailblazer in the spirit. I don't care what your mother did and what your father did. I'm calling you to new realms. I am calling you to new dimensions. I am calling you to a new assignment. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. My God, hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Father. Hallelujah. I'm calling you. I'm calling you to do something new. Stop worrying about your knowledge. Stop worrying about your ability. I am calling you to new realms. Hallelujah. If you are willing and obedient. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. 
Sister Teresa, and the Lord say, hallelujah, don't worry if you get agreement from those who you've been trusted for the past couple of years. I want to cause you to do some things, hallelujah, that they don't understand. You don't have to speak to do it, hallelujah, but God says, you go and you do what I told you to do. Write the vision, make it plain. I heard the Lord say, write it down and make a copy of it and laminate it so that you wouldn't, when it happens, you'll tell them, hey, God told me this a long time ago, and I'm going to make sure it manifests myself. Somebody tax Teresa Newton and say, God says, write the vision and get it done. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Write it down and get it done, Teresa. Write it down and get it done. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. He tells Abram, I'm going to cause you to, to I'm going to cause you to birth out kings. My God today. Hallelujah. In this season, God's going to cause you to birth out people, to birth out men and women of God who will take the kingdom further. It's a hallelujah. It's a birthing season. Hallelujah. It's a birthing season. It's a birthing season. It's a birthing season, Veronica. Not only just one book, but many more books to come. It's a birthing season. It is a birthing. My God, I feel the prophet is so strong in my stomach. It's a birthing season. Hallelujah. Somebody just shout. It's a birthing season for me. Hallelujah. The ninth month is coming up. My God today, the ninth month is coming up. It's a birthing season for me. I'm getting ready to push out something I've never had before. I'm getting ready to deliver, my God, something I've never had before, something I've never seen before, something I've never spoke before. I'm getting ready to give birth. Hallelujah. My God today. Come on, somebody just said it out. It's my season to give birth. Hallelujah. I'm giving birth to a song. I'm giving birth to a dance. I'm giving birth to a ministry. I'm giving birth to books. I'm giving birth to Revelation, hallelujah. Somebody in here, somebody else, uh, got that, that writing on this on here for somebody else as well. Begin to write it down. It does not matter if it makes sense to you right now. You write what God is telling you to write. Hallelujah. It's a birthday season for me. You write what God tells you to write. Don't worry if it makes sense to, for you. God's going to cause you to write this book. And when you write this book, it's going to give birth to some things. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those of you who are on here tonight, I want you to make sure that you pay attention and write down. When you begin to hear God speak tonight, you write it down. Hallelujah. God's going to burst some things into your spirit tonight. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He tells Abraham, I want to cause you to push out kings. I'm going to cause your, your name to be great. Generations down the line, God is building a legacy through you. I said again, God is building a legacy through you. I'm going to say it again. God is building a legacy through you. Hallelujah. It's a legacy building season. Come on, say it. Come on, type it in. It's a legacy building season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When God is speaking, when, because the way God speaks, God speaks to Teresa, and it begins to echo through time. Because it cannot be one thing. It cannot be said one time. When God speaks, nature and time has to adhere to what God is saying. Amen. 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 When God, when God begins to speak Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and January and February and August and September and October and November, mm. they have to hear 2023, 2024, has to 
to hear what God is saying to you tonight. So when he says, let that be, 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 that's how it echoes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a legacy building season for me. Hallelujah. 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 When God speaks to the church tonight, he says, he says, preach, 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 preach. He not say, it's not saying just one time, preach, my God. But when he says, preach, 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 it, 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 it is echoing through time. It is echoed through, him, uh, through, through nature. It's echoing through space. It is echoing not just through chronos. It is echoing through kairos. It is, it is echoing through heavenly times. What God is saying to you tonight. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to walk on the water. Again, don't be afraid to walk on the water. Glory to God. Glory to God. Sometimes we're, we're allowing what we see to, to cause us to cause us to to, to be apprehensive, and, and guess what? The the, the, the promise uh, may not come when you think, but it's going to come when you're ready to receive it. That's it. That's it. it. Doesn't matter where you are. The promise is going to come when you make sure your environment is conducive to what God says. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're saying God win. God is saying, I've been waiting on you. You ain't been waiting on me. Hallelujah. My words have legs. My words have action. My words have responses. He said, let there be. And he saw that it was good. Hallelujah. When God spoke over your life, he said, let there be. And he saw that it was good. You got to make sure that when God speaks to you and you hear God speak and you hear God respond to your situation, Keisha, that you allow yourself to make sure that everything around you responds to what God says. Don't you let doubt and slowfulness and people, places and things cause you to doubt what God is saying to you. Sometimes we get so fearful, and, 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 and God shares something with us. He says, listen, go ahead and start that business. And you tell somebody else, and because they don't have the, 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 the discernment or the prayer life uh, to hear in the spirit realm, they begin to, to mock what you said and, and, and mock what you feel. And then the problem with that is, is that they begin, hallelujah, to then act like uh, what, you, what you heard God say isn't true. Oh, help us, Lord. Help us. And so, therefore, we have to make sure that we don't let anything or anybody cause us to, to doubt what God said. Not even yourself. Don't you doubt what God is saying to you. God did not ask your permission about what he said about you. In certain things, he does not even ask for your cooperation. He tells Abraham, I'm going to call, Abraham, I'm going to make a, a, a new nation of you. 
I'm going to call this. I'm getting ready to come to a close, y'all. I want you to hear. I promise you I'm not going to be I want, I want you to hear this tonight because tonight, the, 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 the title for tonight is, is That's Not the Promise. Ooh, I'm about to mess up, Keita. I'm about to mm-hmm. mess up. Watch this. My God today. Um, here it is. What ends up happening is, is that Abram, Abraham and Sarah are worried about their capabilities. And because uh, they are worried about their capabilities, they didn't try to help God out. Hallelujah. <laughs> and, and, and Sarah says, why don't you go ahead and, and, and sleep with my concubine? And, and, and then Abraham says, well, I don't know about that now. But he gives in. And the problem with that is you cannot keep taking advice from somebody about what God told you. Say it. Say it. You, got, you got too many people's input on what God said. Too many people's opinion on what God said. Too many people's uh, 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 evaluation on what God said to you. You do what God told you to do. You say what God told you to say. You go where God told you to go. Because while you're taking their input and while you are allowing them to influence you what God said, you are missing the promise of God in your life. You are missing the blessing of your obedience. You are missing the blessing of walking in blind faith. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It's not about whether I see it. It's It's simply about he said it. You talking to folk who can't who 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 can't get their own stuff out of trouble. You ask them about what God said. Let me keep it moving. <laughs> Amen. So, Sarah Sarah says, uh, look here, uh, uh, look look here. You take my concubine. You take my concubine and you sleep and you 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 lay with her. Now the problem with that is is that um, uh, he 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 lays with Hagar and then after a while because. Hagar now has what Sarah does not have. She feels an indignation now. All right. Because I gave him, I gave him something you could not give him. That's it. I got something you ain't got. I did something you couldn't do. Come on now. Come on now. And, and that is the problem with stepping out of God's will. Because those things that we do outside God's will feel like they have the same rights as what God said about us. My God, you are now given heavenly rights to illegal actions. You cannot dibble and dabble in what God said and what God didn't say and expect it to balance itself out. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. That that demon that Jesus approaches, he says, he says, uh, he said, what have I to do with thee? It's not my time yet. And the reason he said it because that demon had a contract with that young man up to a certain time because that young man had allowed those demons to come into his life. And if you're not careful, you will sign a contract with the devil concerning your life. Mm, help us, Lord. Help. That's why it's imperative that you obey the word of the Lord. Because disobedience is a contract with the devil. 
That's why the wages of sin is death. Ooh, tough boy. You better keep that path. Because when you sin, you contract. You, 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 you make a contract with sin, and the only result of your contract with sin is death. And it may not be a physical death. It may be a death to your ambition, a death to your drive, a death to your finances, a death to your relationship. Notice hmm. that the wages of sin is death. But if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the end of the land. So the contract of sin is death. But the contract of obedience is the good of the land. You got to make sure that you sign the right contract. Let me keep it moving. Let me keep it moving. She begins to get haughty there because now she has the son. She has the heir to the throne. And so, therefore, she feels like there is treatment that she should be getting that she's not getting. Because she now has the heir. And now, Sarah's mad now. Because Abraham's got his boy now. And so now he's spending more time with Hagar and Ishmael because now he feels like his heart's desire has been met. And what he always wanted is now in his life. Now Sarah's jealous. Because what do you do when you got to look your sin in the face every day? What do you do when disobedience lives in your house and sits at your table? And what do you do when there's a seed to your disobedience? They ain't talk, boy. Your disobedience now has an offspring. There is now a harvest to your disobedience. What do you do then? As Abraham did, you got to put it out. You got to put it out. You cannot rebuke sin that you lay with. You cannot, you cannot rebuke a demon you keep stroking. You got to teach. You got to teach. So therefore, the only way to, to, to get rid of it is to resist the devil and let him flee. That's it. That's it. That's the word. That's the word. Why? Because Ishmael was not the promise. He was a result of the lack of patience. Right. I don't care. I don't care what you do with your impatience. Your impatience will never produce promise. That's it. Your lack of faith will never produce promise. That's it. And so then he he, he got to put him out. Got to put her out. And Abraham does the right thing. He makes sure that when Ishmael and Hagar leave his house, that they're good to go there set up. But he's been told Ishmael's going to be wild. If you, can, if you continue to look, the Amalekites who killed uh, so many of the Israelites were, were the descendants of, of Ishmael. And you'll find out if you, don't, if you don't speak death to the crop of the enemy of your life, for years and years to come, that sin will come back at your seed. Yeah. I know I'm talking too heavy for some of y'all. Yeah, you talking. My number's going down. <laughs> and so therefore, you got to make sure that you don't lay with lack of faith. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And then when you lay with a lack of faith, you then, my God, tie your soul 
to this pleasure to God. Mm. Let me move on. I ain't got no help around here. Teach, teach, man, God, teach. Whether they want to hear it or not, teach it. So therefore, we've got to make sure that we are doing what we have to do. I, I promise you I'm coming to a close. Because we promise is never going to ask you to do what's easy. Promise is going to ask you to do what changes your fingerprint in the spirit. Promise is going to ask you to do what makes you uncomfortable. Promise is going to ask you to do what stretches you. Promise is going to ask you to do what makes you change what you're doing. Promise is going to ask you what makes you put that knife to your throat. Promise is going to ask you to do the opposite of what your flesh want to do. (laughs) The biggest Mm. problem with giving birth is the pain that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. And the discomfort that comes along with it, and mm-hmm. watch this—that discomfort and that pain and that uh, uh, that awkwardness—is not only just at the moment of birth, but it is a longevity. It has a season. Talk, boy. Mm-hmm. Your level of That's discomfort and stretching has a season. Those stretch marks, that, that bladder, uh, your, your bladder being so weak because that baby is sitting on your bladder. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. you're pregnant with promise and you're, and you're pregnant with purpose, you can't hold on to mess like you used to. Talk, boy. Teacher. You can't gossip like you used to. You can't be in certain places like you used to because now your bladder is, is, is being weighed upon by what God has put in your womb. Mm. Yeah. All of a sudden, certain conversations and certain situations and certain emotions and certain responses get on your nerves because you're pregnant with purpose and you're due any day. Come on, somebody type that in. I'm pregnant with purpose and I'm due any day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Come on, say it again. I'm pregnant with purpose and I'm due any day. My God, today, those stretch marks are coming because God is telling you what you're getting. You, your normal capacity is not capable of carrying it without me stretching you some. Hallelujah. You don't have the natural capability to bring forth what I, what I have inside of you and still remain the same. You cannot remain the same and carry what God's put in you. I will say it again. You cannot remain the same, as, my God, and carry what God has inside of you. I've seen some women, they get pregnant, and their, their, their senses get heightened, their smell and their taste and their sight and their feel. It begins to get heightened. Because the, this pregnancy is causing my hormones to do something different. When God impregnates you with purpose and promise, there ought to be a heightening to your awareness. There ought to be something changing about you. I see more. I hear more. I speak more. I'm aware more because I'm pregnant with something. And watch this. Those senses are being heightened to protect what's inside of me. I got to go, y'all. I got to go. I got to go. 
So my oldest daughter is 23, I believe. Something like that. Y'all know we forget how old our children are. They're somewhere around it. And, and, and so um, when her mom was pregnant with her, um, you know, I would hear people say all the time, you got to make sure you're eating good because you're eating for two. The doctor said to her, he said, listen, said to her mom, said, you are not eating for two. You're eating for one. Why? Because that baby is going to get what it needs regardless of whatever you eat. You are eating to make sure that when you give birth, you still have something left over, hallelujah, so that you can still survive once that baby comes forth. Hallelujah. What am, I, what am I saying to you? I'm telling you, what God says is going to happen whether you obey him or not. You're, hallelujah, you're obeying him to make sure you reap the benefit afterwards, that you can still survive, that God won't use you and you still go to hell after you've been used from the Lord. He'll say, I laid hands, I, I, I cast out devils, and he'll say, I know you not, you work of iniquity. Because all while you That's were it. with purpose, you didn't consume anything to hold you down, and when you got done pushing out what God gave you, you had nothing left. That's it. That's it. Like a dry bus. It's not. Good enough to be used. It's not good enough to just have an anointing. It's not good enough to have to preach a good message. It's not good enough to just do a good dance. It's not good enough to just have a good sermon. It's not good enough to, to, to play the organ. You've got to make sure that when you're done, there's still there is still fruit that remains. That's it. We can say, Paul, I know, and Jesus, I know, and I know your name. I know Sylvia. I know Keita. I know Regina. I, 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 I know Antoine. I know Pastor Kevin Reese because I know you because there is fruit that remains. Mm. But that fruit is that's what the whole purpose of the covenant that he gave Abraham, that even when Abraham left here, there was still fruit that remains. The promise that God gave you is going to live way beyond your years. But it requires that you be willing and obedient. That's it. That's it. Don't rush the process. Don't rush the process. Ambition without wisdom is deadly. Take your time and let God do the work. He wants to change your identity. He wants to make sure that you look and smell like tomorrow. (laughs) Yes. Last thing I'm going to say is that he wants to make sure that you're like Peter. But even if you try to deny him because you had such an close encounter with him, you sound like him even when you try not to. That's it. Don't you settle for Ishmael when God has an Isaac for you. <laughs> I know that's right. 
I'm going to say it again. Don't you settle for Ishmael when God has Isaac for you. Let's pray. Father, I give you praise. I give you honor and glory. Father, I pray that your people, whether it be on Blom Talk Radio or Facebook Live, Father, or over the Internet, Father, I pray they have heard your word that you've asked me to speak today, Father. They didn't hear Antoine, but they heard your voice. They didn't see Antoine, but they saw your face, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray for those who will feel anxious and those, oh God, who will feel pressured to move outside of the wilderness, to cut corners and to, and to do certain things. But, Father, I pray for the patience and the wisdom and faith to wait on you and be, be of good courage because you said you would strengthen our hearts. And, Father, we won't be weary in well-doing. We will allow ourselves to trust you every step of the way in the name of Jesus. I come against that spirit that will cause your hurt to cause you to rush. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray right now that you teach us to, to allow the hurt to be healed. In the name of Jesus, Father, that young woman under the sound of my voice, who's been holding on to her for five and a half years. Yeah. Father, I pray that you heal her heart now and that you sever, in the name of the Father right now, that you sever that illegal relationship right now in Jesus' name. Father, rebuild that spirit for what it is in the name of Jesus and save his soul as well. In the, in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. I give you praise, I give you honor for that in advance, Father, yeah. that you are breaking ungodly soul ties and you are severing ungodly friendship mm-hmm. and you are severing ungodly obligations in the name of Jesus. Father, now for your glory, call us, cause us to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves in the name of Jesus. That we will no longer be driven by our emotions and no longer be driven by our hurt mm-hmm. and no longer driven by our past, mm-hmm. Father, but we will promise, oh God, to walk in your purpose in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus. Wash us from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. Sanctify us, holy, O God. In the name of Jesus. Where your word says, be anxious for nothing. We give you praise, honor, and glory, Father. This is word will echo in our hearts and minds. And when the enemy tries to press us and make us feel pressured, O God, about doing certain things, Father, then we will fall back and say, we will wait on the Lord and be of good courage. And then we will stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. We give you praise, honor, and glory in the mighty yeah. name of Jesus. We give you we give, hallelujah. We give you praise, honor, and glory in the mighty name of Jesus. You will rise and let your enemies be scattered, and the glory shall be thine. And the glory shall be thine. Hallelujah. And the glory shall be thine. In the name of his Father, give us how to write the, the business proposal, God. I hear you talking. How you take control of the pen as we begin to write the business proposal, God. You, you begin to word our mouths, oh God. You tell us what banks to go to, what loans to go to, God. In the name of Jesus, cause us to walk in integrity in our covenant. I hear you, Holy Ghost. Cause us to walk in integrity concerning our covenant with you. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And so, and so it is. Be blessed tonight. My name is Prophet Antoine Thomas. Remember, the sky's not your limit. It's too low. God bless you tonight. Amen. We thank you.
<laughs> we thank you, man of God, for this word on tonight, this strong word. Know what season you're in. Stop trying to help God. Stop trying to give an Ishmael for Isaac birth. Mm. Stay in your lane, as they will say. Oh, don't forget our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. The lines are open. If anyone have anything to say tonight, we're asking you to speak at this time. Okay, man of God, um, I just want to know, do you have any remarks or any um, uh, programs coming up uh, that we should know? Yes, ma'am. Well, not me personally. There's a great uh, friend and mentor of mine, Apostle Donald Graham, will be here uh, September the 19th to the 22nd. September 19th to the 22nd. Prophetic Women of War. September the 19th through the 22nd. Hmm. All right, now. We're going to be right on the corner of 16th and Kilbourne. I'm going to put an address up for you. It's, 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 listen, it's going to be awesome. You're going to see me um, uh, pull up. I'm going to be posting that flyer um, really soon, either today or tomorrow. Listen. This lineup is absolutely crazy. I need y'all to yeah. hear me. Um, I, I, when you see this file, I want you to do me a favor and share it. And it it's going to be off the chain. Um, September the 19th is the 22nd. And Love Outreach on 16th and Kilbourne. Okay? Prophetic Women of War. Mm-hmm. It's, this, is, it's, it's, this, this, this conference has been across this country. They were just in uh, Pensacola, Florida. They were in Atlanta, Georgia as well. Um, I believe they were in um, Jacksonville, Florida as well. Um, It's going across the country. Don't miss this. It's going to be absolutely kingdom for you. All right? God bless you. That's that's, That's my plug of the night. Yes, thank you so much. Please make that shareable because I definitely want to share it. I'm going to try my very best to be at that program. I thank God for it. I thank God for you on tonight, man of God. I uh, I was really excited to hear the word, and I thank you for not holding back. <laughs> I thank you for that. And I just want everybody to know that was listening in, this man of God is good ground. Please, if you get opportunity to plan into this ground, please do so there. Cash App is on my Facebook page as well as his Facebook page. It's in our postings. Dollar sign, Walk and Revival ATM. Please plan into the man of God's life. Um, I don't have anything else to say uh, except that concerning the program. Don't plant into an Ishmael when you was promised to Isaac. Know that we're here every Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with our very own Apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser and Minister Margot McCord, as well as Minister Brandon Kaiser. 
And if you come back on the Monday, this is the fifth Monday, it should be our youth program this Monday, and we will be taught the lesson on Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time by our very own minister, Lawrence Seabury. And if you come back the following Friday, that will be our Friday for God to have his way. I'm excited about this Friday coming up. We will see what God has to say, whether it be me or prophet on this line, minister, and as well as on Facebook. We'll see what God has to say. And I want you to know we love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, man of God, would you pray us out on tonight so we can end the service? Indeed. Father, we just thank you for what our eyes have seen, our ears have heard. Father, is our prayer that we would be walk up, we, we would be people who walk up right before you and A-level Christians, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, if this word begin to echo in our hearts and might it become contagious to those that, that are around us, and we will give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray tonight. It is so, and so it is. Amen. Amen. Good night, everyone. Good night.